This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Terry Strux, host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast on all things beauty. We've had shows with top experts on lasers, lifts, lipo, lashes, hair, skin, lap band surgery, weight loss, hormones, and many, many more from the very top docs around the country. Today, we welcome Dr. Todd Malin, and he's going to tell us how to rejuvenate our eyes with a cutting-edge procedure and very little downtime. Welcome, Dr. Malin. Thank you very much. So tell us about this. You're saying that you can now do your eyes with a laser. Are you talking about no cutting or are you talking about that the laser does the cutting? No, it's the traditional blepharoplasty procedure does require a, a cutting technique where the uh, additional tissue, the excess skin underneath the uh, eyelid is removed and the, uh, the, the fat pad that uh, as we age, the fat that uh, is naturally under the, uh, under the eye begins to uh, uh, fall forward and creates that little bulge that uh, makes, uh, takes away that youthful appearance. And with traditional surgery, that's all a cutting technique that requires uh, suturing and uh, a prolonged recovery time. Uh, the, the laser technique is uh, far simpler in that a, uh, a very small uh, laser fiber about the size of a, uh, a, a spaghetti strand is placed underneath the skin uh, of the eyelid and the, uh, the fat, uh, the little fat pad is melted away and the skin is tightened up. So what's the advantages of doing it with the laser is as opposed to the old procedure? Well, first and foremost is, is it saves a significant amount of healing time and, and trauma to the tissue. Uh, the, uh, the traditional blepharoplasty has a, uh, can be a significant downtime and requires a, typically a general anesthesia to, uh, uh, to perform the procedure, uh, whereas with the uh, laser blepharoplasty procedure, it can be uh, performed in 15 minutes in the office uh, uh, entirely awake. Uh, it has all the advantages of uh, being able to uh, uh, remove loose tissue, but rather than cutting out the loose tissue, we stimulate new collagen to tighten the tissue and restore it back to its youthful appearance. Uh, instead of cutting out the fat pad, we melt the fat pad. And it also has the added advantage of uh, coagulating the small little veins that, uh, that tend to dilate like varicose veins underneath the eyelid that create that blackened, darkened circle that uh, uh, starts to really begin to appear with age. And the laser has the added advantage of sealing those little vessels so that it can take away those dark circles. That sounds pretty good. So walk us through a consultation. Well, a typical consultation is, of course, to to the the most important feature is to determine whether this is uh, what the uh, patient really needs. And in some cases, when uh, uh, a uh, patient desires that more youthful appearance to their eyes, they they notice some sagginess underneath their eyelid and uh, and maybe that little bulge and dark circles. Sometimes that's the result of actual loss of volume of the face, where you can lose fat in your face as you age, and that uh, it requires a replacement of either fat or sometimes they 
use uh, uh, fillers to, to fill in that area. But for the person who truly has loss of skin uh, tension or, or loose skin in the area and, and has that bulging uh, under eye fat pad, uh, then this is the technique that uh, would really uh, provide them with a great benefit. Who's your best candidate? Well, there was there was uh, one study that said that everyone over the age of forty five is a potential candidate. So there are <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> there are many people that uh, that uh, have a desire to maintain a youthful appearance uh, and to rejuvenate some of the uh, the skin underneath their eyelid to to gain more of that youthful look. And there's very few candidates that uh, that are are not. Uh, uh, you uh, cannot do this procedure before. If they've had a prior uh, blepharoplasty, traditional blepharoplasty procedure, they're they're not uh, eligible for this procedure. And there are certain medical conditions which uh, are uh, only available to the physician by actual examination that can help the physician to determine whether this is a, a proper technique to be used. So you're saying if, if a woman has had, or a man, because there's tons of men having procedures now, Yes. if they're if they've had a prior, as we call it, eye job, then yes. they're they're not a candidate for this. No, because it does create a lot of scar tissue. Unfortunately, with any traditional surgery where there's cutting involved, it does require it does. Uh, uh, result in a lot of scar tissue, and that prevents the laser from working effectively. Conversely, if you have your procedure with the lasers, is are the patient is the patient still eligible to do the other one if they need it to cut more? Yes, absolutely. We're not. Uh, uh, it's a it's a very minimally invasive procedure that does not create uh, the kind of scar tissue that you see with a, a, a traditional cutting procedure. So that if uh, uh, with a with a laser we are rejuvenating the collagen uh, in the skin, and that collagen that we rejuvenate is is no worse than or no better than your natural collagen. So as you continue to age, you will continue to uh, uh, to see skin laxity occur. It, it reverses many, many years of, of skin uh, looseness or laxity, but it can still occur. And if uh, in the future the decision were to be made by uh, the, the patient and their physician that uh, a tr- more traditional blepharoplasty procedure might uh, suit them, that uh, that would be an option still. So I'm a big baby. If I came in, what type of medication are you going to give me? Well, you really don't need any medication. I mean, we use a uh, a numbing cream on the outside of your eye, which numbs the area. Uh, we uh, make a uh, a very small incision with a needle. It's a, a little needle is placed into underneath the skin, through which the laser fiber is placed. And there's really uh, little to no discomfort associated with the procedure. Uh, there, you do have to wear little eye shields that uh, that uh, cover the eye to help uh, protect it from the, the laser energy, and uh, most people complain that the uh, eye shields are more uncomfortable than the entire procedure. And do the eye shields protect your lashes? Yes, they do. We're working on the, this is for lower eyelids only, and when we're working on the lower eyelid, we work below the level of the lashes. So this is for the lower. Um, yes. So I'm hearing you say about injecting fat. What are you talking about that? 
Well, there are some conditions in which uh, individuals feel that they're, they've lost their youthful appearance because of sagginess of their actual eyelid, when in reality, it's that the area directly under the eyelid has lost its volume uh, because as they've aged, they've lost some of the fat in their face, and that uh, in those particular circumstances, bulking up the area directly below the eyelid has a much uh, better benefit uh, to uh, really resolving the problem. So it requires that your physician uh, examines you to determine what is the true issue. Is it that the lower eyelid skin has become lax and and, uh, uh, needs to be tightened, or is it that the skin below the eyelid has become loose uh, because of a lack of, of fat? and that it requires reinjection of fat in the area to help fill that area in. What brand of laser do you use? It's a FDA-approved laser that is designed specifically for uh, the uh, purpose of performing this procedure. Uh, it's very similar in, uh, in, in the way that it works uh, as to the, the laser liposuction procedures in that uh, the laser liposuction also melts fat and tightens skin and, and seals the little small blood vessels. But uh, this is a laser that was specifically designed for this uh, procedure. And what can a patient ex- um, expect when they leave as far as healing and stuff and, and downtime? Well, they will have to, uh, uh, it's required that they, they do ice the area uh, intermittently for the first uh, three to four hours after the procedure. And they will notice some uh, swelling and, and uh, 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 sometimes even a little bit of uh, uh, ecchymosis or a little bit of black and blue underneath the eyelids for the, a day or two. Uh, but uh, most people are able to use concealing makeup for that first day or two or just uh, uh, not go to work for those first day or two after the procedure. There's very little to no pain after the procedure, so it's really just the cosmetic effect of having a little bit of uh, puffiness under the eyelids and, and uh, in some cases being very mildly black and blue. Now, that usually resolves within uh, two or three days, and by two weeks, they really have, will begin to notice the uh, significant difference in the skin tightness, and uh, the uh, dark circles under the eyes will uh, have uh, also resolved. Um, in addition, we can also use this uh, same uh, procedure at the same time. We can uh, resolve the, the little crow's feet that, uh, that uh, people experience on the, outs, the outer aspects of their, uh, their eyes and, and resolve those crow's feet by simply tightening the skin in the area. Well, here's a question for you. If you've had a prior, I guess it's called blast for doctors, but eye jobs for the normal people like me, why can't you go in and do the crow's feet? Because that's not normally covered by a regular bluff, is it? No, it is not. I mean, in in, in many cases, uh, uh, folks have used uh, uh, Botox in the past to help relax the muscles in that area to uh, lessen the effects of the crow's feet. But if if a person at rest, meaning that their their eyes are in a relaxed position, they already have crow's feet, it requires more than just using Botox to relax the muscle. And in those cases, that uh, skin requires some degree of rejuvenation, uh, be it with the uh, application of an extra laser to uh, to heat the the deeper surface of the skin to create new collagen formation or more simply done with a single treatment of the internal laser what's your favorite filler for around the eyes 
It it really depends on the individual. Uh, there's there's not one uh, filler or one technique that has really been able to stand out and uh, and uh, be recognized as the one and only option. There are many options available, and it really depends upon the the patient's uh, uh, needs and uh, the specific anatomy of the area. Because I always hear from a lot of women and men that they they get lumpy around the eyes. So I was wondering what you thought about. Which filler you prefer that doesn't get lumpy? Well, again, it, it really depends upon uh, the, the patient's goals uh, and the area that we're working on. In the area of the crow's feet, those are, there's very many different types of, uh, of, I'll use the simplest term, wrinkles. And there are deep wrinkles in the tissue that uh, come from disruption of the deeper layers of the, the skin. And then there are the finer wrinkles that come from the superficial layers of the skin. And using the appropriate filler to address either of those uh, really requires the expertise of the physician. This is all really good information. We're going to have to take a commercial break. We're talking with Dr. Todd Malin out of Scottsdale, a cosmetic surgeon, and he's giving us great info. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Carrie with Words to Mouth, an author interview talk show where readers meet authors beyond the printed page and win free books. Come join me each week as I speak with authors about their lives and the books they write. That's Words to Mouth at personallifemedia.com. Terry Struck, host of Beauty Now. We're back with Dr. Todd Malin. Everything you wanted to know about your eyes, he's telling us. So get out your pencils. Welcome back, Dr. Malin. Thank you. We're just talking about the laser glass and fillers around your eyes and who's a candidate. Tell us, what does this cost? Well, it's that's that's another one of the wonderful features for the patient. Not only are they going to uh, uh, save a lot in regards to uh, the healing time and have the additional benefits of treating the crow's feet and the dark circles under the eyes, but it's also uh, significantly cheaper than uh, a traditional blepharoplasty. In most cases, uh, again, 15-minute procedure per eye, and uh, the typical cost is about $2,500. $2,500, and that's quite a savings from the regular upper lower bluff, correct? Correct, yes. Those those procedures are typically in the range of five to eight thousand dollars. So it is a significant savings and uh uh with uh uh a, an and additional benefit. If you can save yourself some time, I mean I always think it's good to do everything you can until you really have to go under the knife. Absolutely. And it's kind of like keeping the hem of your dress up, just a little bit of the hem at a time instead of the whole hem. So that's why it's great if you can do things, especially in this economy, if you can save money and go in and do little things to save the big, big surgery. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the possible side effects. What could happen? What could happen? 
Because we are using a laser, there, it does require, uh, of course, the expertise of the physician to ensure that the appropriate amount of laser energy is used to uh, generate the best skin retraction, skin tightening, without creating a, a potential for a burn. And uh, there is, and we're talking about burns that are mild burns, but those are burns that, of course, could delay the healing and delay the time that it uh, takes for the patient to return back to normal activity. Uh, as far as any significant risks with the procedure, there have been no significant risks and uh, included in the uh, FDA trials that were performed. And uh, so for the most part, comparing it to the risk of a traditional blepharoplasty, it's, it's significantly less risky. So no damage to your vision. You had mentioned that you wear protective shields over your eyes. Yes, the laser that we use is a very low-intensity, uh, uh, low-powered laser that uh, really uh, the eye shielding is more of a, uh, uh, a added precaution that uh, really uh, isn't uh, entirely necessary in that the energy from the laser does not travel more than just a few millimeters uh, in the area of the skin. It, it does not travel to the actual eye itself, but we do use the eye shields uh, just to add that uh, added safety measure. That's good. Pretty much on every show, I, I emphasize safety. And at the end of our show, we're going to direct you to personallifemedia.com, and you're going to be able to go to Dr. Todd Malin's website, as well as he's going to link us also to the major website where you can find qualified doctors, because that's the most important thing, is there's so many different lasers. That's why I asked you what type of laser it is, because you've got to go to a qualified doctor, and, and I know there's so many qualified RNs out there, but I would actually prefer a doctor that trained in lasers. Um, I really think for your own safety, it's your face, it's your eyes, it's, you, you really need to do your research on your doctor. Yes, I, I agree completely. So, and so how long have you been doing this and how many procedures have you performed? Uh, the smart eyes, the, the procedure is, uh, uh, the term that we use for it is the smart eyes procedure. And the, the smart eyes procedure was FDA approved uh, in January of this year. And uh, we've performed hundreds of these procedures over the, uh, that uh, time frame as part of the trials and also uh, in continuing now treating patients. Uh, being that it is such a quick and easy procedure, uh, we can typically perform 10 of these procedures in a day very easily and, uh, and typically accommodate uh, the, the needs of the patient as far as the scheduling, uh, given the fact that it is such a quick and easy procedure. Well, that sounds amazing that you can do 10 patients in a day. Well, it, it really is only about a 15-minute procedure. With very little downtime. It yes. sounds really good. Tell us anything else that you want to say about it. Uh, just that uh, it really is uh, one of those uh, as as we've uh, we've made some significant advances in in cosmetic uh, medicine over the last uh, several years in regards to trying to come up with good effective uh, treatment measures that uh, have the added safety without the significant downtime and and being far less invasive and and this is just a a further example of uh, our ability to utilize technology to really uh, uh, benefit the patient without uh, uh, having to resort to uh, traditional very invasive procedures. And uh, we're very excited with this technique, and uh, uh, we know that uh, our patients will be the uh, benefiters of this wonderful technology. Do you have before and after pictures on your website or or, um, on the other iWebsite? 
Yes, we sure do. Because I always think it's great to see before and after pictures to compare. I also noticed that you're a smart lipo expert, and I, I actually want to have you back for another show on that. But a couple questions um, about smart lipo. Yes. What, how does that differ from regular lipo? Well, it differs mainly from the the uh, added use of a laser technology to help uh, loosen the fat prior to uh, suctioning out the fat so that instead of using large instruments that rip and tear and destroy the fat and thereby also destroying some of the connective tissue underneath your skin and some of the vessels and the nerves in the area, that the laser loosens that fat, helps to turn it into its liquid state so that it can be removed with very small instruments. So we're able to achieve a much smoother effect without uh, uh, creating tunnels or irregularities. And then, of course, the wonderful added benefit of the laser is the actual skin tightening that can occur. And in many cases, we see with liposuction that uh, although you remove the fat, you don't really look significantly different because the skin has not changed its appearance. However, if you're able to tighten the skin, you can really see the full benefit of that fat having been removed. So it tightens your skin? Yes, it stimulates new collagen, which helps your skin to tighten. So in many cases, we see individuals that feel that they may need liposuction because they're noticing sagginess or they're noticing what they feel is uh, added areas of fat that uh, have begun to accumulate with age. And in reality, many times it's it's really just a uh, an issue of uh, skin laxity or loose skin and that using the laser for the benefit of, of uh, tightening that skin can really be the the key to making them uh, look dramatically better without uh, really the need to remove large quantities of fat. I definitely want to have you back for a show on that. Let's finish talking about the laser eyelid surgery. Tell us about what we can do for the upper lids. You're saying that the laser doesn't work for that. No, the upper lids is a little bit of a different circumstance. Uh, One of the major issues, again, with the lower lids is not just that there's loose skin, but there's also this this little fat pad. It's like a little pillow of fat that sits underneath your eye, and that as you age, that fat begins to fall forward, which creates that bulge or sag underneath the eye, and the laser does a wonderful job of of tightening that up. When dealing with the upper lid, you're dealing with a a tissue that is is far thinner. Um, It's far less protected and there is the added weight of the uh, the brow itself uh, as the bra- as you begin to age and the, the skin in the brow begins to droop and fall that uh, creates an added uh, issue with the upper eyelid so that the uh, at this time the upper eyelid is best treated with uh, more traditional cutting techniques and uh, hopefully as as we progress in our knowledge and experience with the uh, lower eyelids we will be able to adapt uh, uh, that experience and that uh, that expertise to, to be able to uh, uh, provide uh, other benefits for the upper eyelid and not only just the upper eyelid but the entire face. Being able to utilize uh, uh, low-powered lasers underneath the skin to generate that skin tightness and that, that uh, 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 youthful appearance of the skin that uh, up to this point has required many, many external laser treatments with a significant downtime. I've seen so many amazing laser treatments lately, and there are so many new lasers coming out that are amazing as well. But tell us now for the women or men that are interested in getting an upper eyelid blast, where's the scar? Well, there's 
several different ways to do that scar, and it does again depend upon the uh, the issue. As far as uh, in many cases, it is a it requires a, a partial brow lift uh, to be uh, uh, completed at the same time to to really uh, overcome the uh, additional weight that is pulling on the upper eyelid. But uh, uh, for the eyelid itself, that the, the incision uh, thankfully is hidden, meaning that uh, in many cases the incision can be underneath the eyelid itself so that uh, it's not an obvious incision, or it can go within the natural crease of your eyelid so that uh, it's not an obvious incision. And when you're talking about the partial brow lift, are you talking about an endoscopic brow lift? There are many different ways to do a brow lift. Endoscopic brow lift is uh, is a, uh, a a wonderful technique that's been developed to uh, decrease some of the invasiveness of a brow lift. But uh, in uh, the cases I'm speaking of, it's it's even less invasive than that. It's more of just a a partial lifting of the uh, tissue that uh, is right above the eye, so not the entire brow. So you can do this without going in your hairline. Are you saying? For that technique, yes, you can. You can go uh, just uh, uh, right above the actual eyelid and pull that tissue down and uh, so that a single incision can uh, correct both, uh, both areas. So would you recommend, I mean, is every patient's different? Okay. Yes, that's that's the biggest issue. Everybody is is different, and it's it's really hard to uh, to give a uh, a single answer for every single person. So the the most important thing is to find a physician that you trust and that uh, that uh, you're uh, able to uh, have the confidence in that uh, they are going to use whichever te- technique works best for them to provide you with the best results. Uh, there may be uh, newer technology, but if uh, the physician you trust is is more adapted to or adjusted to some of the older technology in their hands, that may be a far better technique than having them try something that is uh, uh, new that they just really don't have a lot of experience with. So you're talking about the upper blast, and you're saying that you can actually lift the brow a little bit through, without going endoscopically through the head, which is for our listeners that don't understand that, little incisions in the top of your hairline, and they go in with a camera and lift up your, your brow and put in little screws that dissolve. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. That's good. I like to hear that. So you're saying you can actually do, is this more minimal and is this less, less time? How long do these procedures last? A typical procedure for, are we talking now about the upper lid? Or I'm talking about everything. Once you run through everything, it's like what, how long does all these different procedures last? Well, it, it requires a, uh, to really create that youthful appearance requires a global perspective in viewing the face. So it's, uh, it's for example, in many cases where we have a patient who is, uh, is very interested in, in having the smart eyes, the, the lower uh, lid laser blepharoplasty performed, uh, there may be other issues, again, such as uh, fillers in the face that were, are needed to create a youthful appearance or external laser treatments on the other areas of the face to help uh, tighten the tissue to really give that added uh, 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 appearance. Uh, in addition, the uh, uh, in some cases, uh, the brow lift or the upper eyelids, the uh, uh, even uh, the facelift. Those are those are all techniques that you need to look at from a, a total perspective of what is the issue, what are the goals, and fixing one piece of the puzzle may not be the entire answer. Sometimes you need to look at the many different uh, parts of the face that, uh, that go into the uh, aging process and how to 
recreate that youthful appearance. So it does require sometimes multiple techniques and multiple different uh, um, uh, aspects of, of treating the face to really rejuvenate to the, uh, a level that would create a very happy patient. A very happy patient is what we want and what our show's all about. And I think what you're saying is really, really good. I think that getting a pencil and, and addressing, you know, what is it that really bothers you about your face, your eyes, your, you know, your neck, whatever it is, and then prioritize it is, you know, and customize it to what you can afford. Absolutely. So then, I mean, I think it's fabulous that you can go in and get your eyes lasered and give yourself a boost. Just like Botox will give you a boost and make you feel better about yourself and if you can go in and, and do these little things until you can actually save up money because I always say, don't skimp on your face or your body. This is your face and your body. You're not going to skimp on those things. You can skimp on your car. You can skimp on other things, but don't skimp on your surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Definitely don't want to do that because there can be disastrous results even though there are great surgeons that are you know, can offer you good prices, you've got to really check them out. And we have different resources to do that. If you go to personallifemedia.com, I think we're running out of time. We've been talking with Dr. Todd Milan, everything you want to know about laser eyelid surgery and also to anti-age. That's our goal. And also in this economy, he's given us some really great tips. Thank you so much for being with us today. We're going to have you back because I do want to know more about smart, smart lipo. Definitely do. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like transcripts of today's show, go to personallifemedia.com. We'll get you some transcripts. If you have any questions, show ideas, anything for me, email me at teri at personallifemedia.com. And we're going to have experts answer your questions and have show new shows coming every week. Thanks for being with us. Saw you shopping at the North Star Mall I hardly recognize you at all It wasn't until I heard you say hello I realized you were a girl I know You look completely different Than you did in 91 A total transformation Come on, admit it You had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now some fun I kind of like it since you had a little work done Remember back in school we were drunken with kids and I pretended that you didn't exist You were a cute thing but you couldn't be the trophy girl I wanted hanging with me Gone from plain white bread to a honey bun I think I'd like to have a taste now Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy smoke I noticed you, a damn near choke I think that we should get together for some fun I think I want you now, you had a little work done Had a little work done Done. 
little work done, had a little work done. I see you shifting all around the town in your red convertible with the top down. I heard the beauty is only skin deep. They call me shallow cause you're looking mighty sweet. I never fantasized before that you wouldn't be the one. Sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy cow It don't matter, wow, look at you now How'd you like to get together for some fun? I kinda like you since you had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Had a little, had a little work done Had a little work done, had a little work done Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.